For as long as I've known the NBA, it's been a stars league. But even among the stars, there's an exclusive club. Russell, Dr. J, Jordan, Kobe. They're all part of a select group that paved the way for the NBA superstar of today. And some even shared secrets with each other along the way. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Jackie McMullen, and this is the Icons Club. It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back, and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. Visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. All righty, let's roll, baby. Welcome in. It is a weekend edition of Ringer Gambling with yours truly, JJ, John Zestremski, and look at my wounds a little bit from... The Friday action is Sweet 16. Two and two day, but when you're heavily invested in UCLA and you have a bunch of UCLA futures to win the region, to win the national title, and you end up seeing them go down in flames in what was a really well-played game, a tight game, a game that could have gone either way, and you're on the wrong side of it, kind of sucks. But hey, credit to North Carolina. Credit to Caleb Love. That unbelievable save by Baycott to me was the biggest play in the game. And UCLA missed some really good looks down the stretch. So North Carolina and eight seed covers the two, wins outright, and is now almost a double-digit favorite in an Elite Eight game because it will not be the Boilermakers of Purdue on the other side of the East region. It'll be the Peacocks of St. Peter's. And credit our buddy, our pal, the boss man, Mr. Simmons, who was all over the Peacocks on the money line. I wish I was that frisky. See, I didn't think they were going to win the game. And I was dead wrong. 
The minute I knew St. Peter's had a legitimate shot to win, Purdue is a four. And you're like, okay, Purdue is now about to make a run at this game, maybe to get it to seven, to eight, to ten, where they're running high. When St. Peter's responded to that counterpunch and immediately came right back and tied the game, I said, we're in for a freaking dogfight. And if the game was going to be a dogfight, Purdue got tight. Purdue got absolutely tight. I don't know if that was their coach painter. I don't know if it was their bigs who couldn't take advantage at all in this game. Ivy, who was so damn good against Texas, couldn't make a shot until the last 10 seconds of the game against St. Peter's. He was absolutely brutal. And I didn't think this was a fluke. Should be told, folks, like, they had three wins in this NCAA tournament as a 15 seed. Outrageous. One of the craziest stories in the NCAA tournament I ever can remember. None of these games have been fluky. They outplayed Kentucky. They whooped Murray State. And they outplayed Purdue. So as you look to the lines for Sunday, and we'll get to Saturday's action too, but Sunday, I'm starting with the St. Peter's-North Carolina game. Look, everybody is going to want to bet St. Peter's in this game. Everybody, everybody, everybody's going to want to bet St. Peter's in this game. It's this upstart, feel-good, Cinderella, underdog story. You're not going to get as many points with the Peacocks as you have in these first couple of games. It is now eight with the Tar Heels. I'm seeing 75% of the tickets on the Peacocks. I'm seeing 89% of the money on the Peacocks. Maybe it's going to be like a Providence situation where, you know, the Peacocks were wrong in the Murray State game. We nailed them plus the points yesterday. We didn't feel great about it. I kind of think the run ends, though, against North Carolina. North Carolina's playing too damn well. Between Manic and Love and Davis and the way they could shoot the ball, Carolina shot a great in this tournament. Manic didn't even have his best shooting day against UCLA, and they were able to survive. I don't think St. Peter's has the athletes and has the size to be able to contend with North Carolina. I think this game will be tight early, and I think what we see is North Carolina kind of pulls away late. So I will have North Carolina on a money line parlay. I will have North Carolina laying the points. I'm taking the Tar Heels. Sorry, Cinderella. I know it's not fun. I know it's not going to be an enjoyable wager, but maybe we pay it forward with a Duke-UNC Final Four game, and I think that that in and of itself would make it worth it. So I will be on North Carolina laying the eight. Now, the other game I'm looking at, Miami and Kansas. And Kansas got up to the big lead against Providence. Providence came storming back. Of course, of course, of course, I lose one more wager on Providence this year. I mean, that was the only way it could happen. You know, Kansas wins the game. Remy Martin was great in the mid-range. Remy Martin couldn't hit a free throw. And basically, at the end of the game, he had a chance to cover the spread against the Friars. Couldn't do it. Kansas is there. The only one seed left. And we were all over Miami yesterday. I knew it was public. I knew everybody liked it. I didn't care. I was like, this Iowa State team can't score. This Iowa State team doesn't have the guards. They just, they, they made it ugly for about 32 to 33 minutes. And then Miami exploded. Pretty wild that three ACC teams, might I add, are playing in the Elite Eight. When everyone's telling you the ACC sucks, it's a terrible league, blah, 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 blah. Well, the ACC has three teams in the Elite Eight. Not too shabby. Kansas, Miami, and I was monitoring this last night. The line opened at eight. Eight, if you were frisky enough. Immediately fell at seven. 
immediately fell to six and a half. And now the line is all the way down to six with Jim Laranagas, Miami Hurricanes, who have terrific guard play. They hit the three. They have some really good wins, including that stellar win over Auburn. Getting a bunch against a Kansas team that hasn't blown anybody out in this tournament. Now, I think you guys know this. Kansas, my pick to win the national championship. Kansas, my pick to win this region. I think they're in for a rock fight, no pun intended, on Sunday. McGusty, Moore, Laranaga is going to have them ready to play. There is absolutely no pressure on Miami in this game. I would grab the six points. I would 1,000% grab the six points. And how about the total in this game? Opening at 151, plummeting to 147.5. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Too much line movement in the total for me to go near it. And I'm not a big total guy to begin with. The St. Peter's UNC total is at 137, in case you were wondering. Uh, I'm going with Miami and UNC. I'm going with the two ACC teams. Miami to cover. I would not be shocked if they won the game either. I think it's that kind of year. I think it's that kind of tournament. I would not be shocked if Miami won the game. And then I'm taking UNC. I think UNC wins by double digits. The only problem is I've noticed with these Iron Eagle games, he's becoming, and I love Iron. First of all, Iron is the best broadcaster in America. He's that good. Iron should be doing the Final Four. Jim Nance Institution, that's all well and good. The guy doesn't do college basketball. Iron should be doing the Final Four in the National Championship, but I digress. When he does these games now, it's like a given that the game is going to come down to the wire. Like, Iron Eagle doesn't get bad games anymore. It's like Gus Johnson. Like, I always used to be so fearful as a Syracuse guy when Gus Johnson would do a Syracuse game because it meant the game was going to be wackadoo. Sorrentine from the parking lot. He did the Butler game in 2010. Like, he did that Marquette over and back game. Like, Gus was like, Gus does a game. It's like, bad news bears. Bad news bears. But... I think Ian's going to have kind of a snoozer on Sunday. I think in the second half. I cannot see St. Peter's winning this game. Now, as far as the games today, I hate giving chalk out. You guys know that. It's no fun. It's not enjoyable. I'm on both favorites today. I'm on Houston. I'm on Duke. First of all, Houston is a five seed, favored over two seed should tell you a little something about this game, number one. The athletes for Houston could be overwhelming for Villanova. You throw in the health of Gillespie, who got beat up at the end of that game. What is he looking like? Villanova needs him. Villanova needs Samuels, too. Samuels is going to have to have a monster game for Villanova to go and win this one outright. Now, the scary proposition about taking Houston they don't hit free throws. At times, they struggle to score. Villanova is going to hit free throws and knows how to execute in the half court. I would not get cute with the two and a half. I would take Houston on the money line. I would take it at minus 145 if you can find a 145. But I had the Cougars. I told you guys the other day, I like the Cougars Zona winner to get to the Final Four. I am sticking with that. Houston is the play here. Public, but I don't care. Now, Seems like the public wants to bet Arkansas in this game. Arkansas, a four-point dog against Duke. They beat Gonzaga. They were the better team against Gonzaga. They frustrated Chet Holmgren. Got the better of the whistle. Anytime it 
felt like Gonzaga went on a mini run. Arkansas came storming right back. But I can't see Duke being denied with a chance to go to the Final Four with the way they were able to execute in the Michigan State game down the stretch, in the Texas Tech game down the stretch. That, to me, is the sign of a team that has come of age. That, to me, is the sign of a team that is now taking that next step. You're seeing it organically. And I'm right with Duke Landon for. Now, what I'm going to do today, I'm going to throw Houston and Duke in a two-team money line parlay, which I think is going to give you some better value if you don't want to lay. So, like, if you don't want to lay the 180 with Duke on the money line, which is, is pricey, I understand that. And then the Houston game I'm looking at, 152 over FanDuel. Shop around, might find it a little lower. That Duke money line fell down to 176. Interesting. But you could get 160 on a two-team money line parlay if you want to do that. If that suits your fancy. I'm going to do that today. We're running out of games to bet, which is unfortunate. It lets you know the college basketball insanity that we've been dealing with over the last three weeks is coming to an end. Because then, like, Saturday, Final Four weekend, we're down to two games. And then Monday night, it breaks my heart every year, but you got to enjoy the ride. You got to enjoy the madness. There's been a hell of a tournament, too. Let's be honest. The, the, the games this year in the NCAA tournament have been great. There's so many good games. All right, so I'm giving you two ACC teams Sunday. Carolina laying the points. Miami getting six. Not going to be frisky enough to say Miami wins the game outright because it contradicts my Kansas futures. So how about Kansas wins the game by three? Have the same script they had against Providence, would you? That'd be ideal. And I'm on both favorites today. Houston, Duke, I think they both end up in the Final Four. And wouldn't it be something? We talked about this on Friday's pod. I didn't want to because I was rooting hard for UCLA. A Carolina, Duke, Final Four, when they have never played in the NCAA tournament ever, would be downright insanity. Hopefully, the Saturday and Sunday card is a little bit better than the Friday card. We'll see where the wind takes us. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the basketball. Change out. Good work, Morgan. Be good, everybody.